This week we're gonna be talking about the new movie, The Omen. Donnie uh, reviewing. Uh, is it what? What the fuck is that? <laughs> Welcome to the screen. Welcome to TavernCast, the screen, the place where we talk about movies, television, and DVDs. I am Bryce. I am Derek. I am Eric. Derek, tell us about how we rate the shows here, and the movies, and the DVDs, and the stuff that we review Anything here we review, how do we on review the show. Quick, now, even, the go. Clo- even the clothes that and I buy? Go. Even, and even the clothes go. that I buy? Even and the clothes that I buy? Go. 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 Yeah. yeah. And go. Now. And now. Do I go now? And marker. Right now. And marker. Okay. And marker. Okay, go. And go. All right. So here at the screen, we rate the movies according to the beer we drink. So, um, for example, I absolutely hate Butt Light. So if I drink Butt Light, you know the movie sucks. Can um, you do it again without an example? And go. Here at the screen, we rate movies according to the beer we drink. The lower... See, I... We need, uh, we need, and go. Here at the screen, we rate the movies. We'll just give him 17 tries, and he can muddle through. And go. Here at the screen. <laughs> and oh, go. Welcome to TavernCast, the screen, your source for movies, television, DVD, and more. I am Bryce. I'm Derek. I'm Eric. And Derek, go tell us about the way we review the stuff Stop. on the show. Go. And on Tavern Cast, we review the movies. This isn't. This is the screen. And go. <laughs> and on the screen. <laughs> on uh, the screen, we rate our movies according to the beer we drink, and that's pretty much simple as it goes. If you don't understand that, please go to our website at thescreen.taverncast.com for more information. If you are confused, go to the website for more information. Thank you very much. And go with the show. <laughs> What's wrong, sweetie? It's just a church, that's all. She's sick. He's cold as ice. What's the matter? Those other kids didn't want to play with you? They're afraid. Hello, Damien. I'm here to protect you. There's something about Damien. I was at the hospital the night your son was born. What do you know about my son? Everything. Eternal sea rises, creating armies on either shore, turning man against his brother. For man exists no more. Your son, the son of the devil. This week we went to go see the brand new 2006 version. Yes, it's a, another remake of The Omen. Directed just like our first movie. Just sorry. Just like every freaking movie that's come out in the past <laughs> couple of years. Uh, the new version of The Omen is directed by John Moore. Never even heard of the guy. Drew no, Barrymore's no, brother. John Moore. It's Drew Mar- Barrymore's brother, guys. For real? Yeah. You know this for real? Uh-huh. Really? Anything Derek mm-hmm. says may be incorrect. For real? Uh-huh. This guy. Okay. <laughs> uh, and also starring Liv Schreiber... And Julia Stiles, and also Bohemil Spark, and oh, playing people. the Pope. Don't mean Whoever to interrupt you, but the, pope. the um, he was the Pope. The proper also. term was actually we watched, no, we saw. Sorry, Derek. Damn it. We'll fix it next time. Sorry. We apologize. Won't happen again. We know that you're striving for excellence in programming, and grammatical excellence is what Derek is all about. Right. Next week's show, we're going to do an old English. Witherest thou happeneth vast, or maybe Swedish. the tuest thouest omen. Shut up, thou bitches. <laughs> Bohemial <laughs> sparketh. All right, so the omen. The story's pretty simple. It's the end if of the you've world. you the trailer, you probably already coming know up, the story. Yeah, it's coming up on the end of the world, and there's a little boy born, and he's going to be the Antichrist, who is this bad little kid who's going to grow up to be a bad man, and he's going to destroy the planet. And... That pretty much That's covers it. That's pretty much it. It's about the family that has this kid running around, and he's a little ah, Satan kid. And, Satan kids. Yeah. So, given that implication of the movie, um, I was thinking to myself, how many babies were born just a couple of days ago? 
or yesterday. Yeah, yesterday. Yesterday was six six oh six when this movie. Right. And six 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 is the number of the beast. Right. So I wonder how many devil Probably babies were born few. yesterday. We had to look. That there up. was one kid that was born that I saw on Drudge Report who who was named Damien. Awesome. Yeah. Why would you do that to your kid? Because you're psychic or psychotic. Psychic. Psychic. <laughs> 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 beer. This movie. It's uh, only Bud Light. Too. You want to have a screwed up kid. So um, I'd like to I'd like to be able to say that I thought that the original Omen was like this great movie and you should just you know miss this movie and go back and see the original. But the original was one of those movies in high school where everyone was like you know oh my god The Exorcist was so scary you should check that out. So you go see The Exorcist and you're like yeah that was pretty scary it was a good movie. Then you're like oh my god The Omen it's like as good as The Exorcist if not better it's awesome. So you go check it out and you're like eh not so much kind of boring. I never saw the it was all right but it wasn't great. Honestly, the original, starring Gregory Peck and Lee Remick, was pretty much just like this movie, with some subtle nuances, but not really, so... You were saying originally that you thought maybe it was a shot-for-shot shot remake, was it? It wasn't, but there was a lot of things in it that were... I'm sure they did a lot I of think homages. I think darn close. Like, yeah. when she falls off the balcony in this movie... By the way, we're not even going to bother with spoilers <sighs> this review. It's not worth your time. In fact, we're trying... <sighs> What's your opinion of the movie, Bryce? My opinion is don't go see it. It's a complete <laughs> waste of your time. 100% total complete waste of your time. Maybe you guys should tell what your quick yeah, dirty opinion is before we start. Derek? Yeah. I thought the movie had... Good beginning, good uh, build-up of the story, characters, but the ending was very disappointing. Okay. Um, had you seen the original? I might have. Don't remember it, I don't though? don't remember. I mean, it, right. probably when I was a kid, my mom watched it, and I was with her. But, you know, Wait a minute, me, when were you born? I'm not revealing my age. You can't ask... You can't ask someone... I think Derek might be the Antichrist, actually. It's very possible. It wouldn't surprise me at all. The pieces fit. 6686? Whatever. 6676? 6696? 6696? I think I probably agree with you. We'll just leave it at that once we talk about it. Well, we can't leave it at that because we do a show about not leaving it at that. But can you leave it? The whole show is about not leaving it at that. The show was like... Maybe a uh, a decent forty minute X Files episode, maybe. I, yeah, decent is being generous. Like mediocre. Yeah. Yeah. That was, instead of a two hour long. I mean, it, it wasn't bad. It's just well, it was. But dude, I was, <laughs> it was just so slow. I was just so like, when is this thing no, gonna be over? I mean, there was like a couple of the kind of artificial surprises when something jumps at you. In the movie, there's a couple that, that were pretty good actually that yeah. even got me. Yeah, but... but other than that, I mean, there was no real except I guess at the end was a little bit of a twist. But my first issue was the guy is the deputy ambassador to an ambassador of Italy. And well, he wasn't no. even the deputy. He got hit. He, he, he was like the assistant. That. He was he like was... just random assistant guy. So yeah. here's what I want to know, right? This blew it out of the water immediately for me. Ambassadors are appointed by. I, they're, well, they're appointed, okay? So how does this guy who is the, the Senate, but... well, he's like the assistant to the deputy of the hoobity hoob of the ambassador to Italy. Suddenly the ambassador to Italy dies, and he's like, hey, you're next, you're next in line, so you get the job. Yeah, hey, guess what? You're ambassador to right. England now. But I mean, the it, it Italian is, ambassador yeah, died. It, I mean, that part <laughs> at the beginning didn't make sense, but then when the later part foreshadowing you know, the the priest did tell him that the son of the devil is going to kill everyone to make him more to powerful. make him more powerful. Well, that's but true. see, here's the thing. That's true. Not to give away the ending where where he's now the son of the president, but if he had all that power, why didn't he just be born You're the son about of the president? Damien, the little Satan. Da- kid. Yeah, I mean, if he has all that, why not? Why not skip all this crap and just be born son of the president? Maybe the mom. I mean, the if he can choose who he's born to, tell or something. I don't know. Oh, but, you know, the movie could have been about that. Then. Yeah, but then there'll be a whole five minutes. Here's my thing, right? So There's you're, a problem. You're an, <laughs> so, you, you know, I would assume that it, with the Antichrist is born, the super evil kid, right? Isn't isn't he going to want to kind of keep a low profile for a while and not get himself in I a I would bunch say of at trouble? least until you're 26. Yeah, but see, that's... Not six. I think the, movie's, the movie's premise was it was already during the end, that, that end time. I mean, it was, a, it was already going to happen. Well, yeah, but what I'm saying is, is if you're walking around looking evil all the time and and doing crazy things, should be a little things, more subtle, is what he's saying. Yeah, the kid wasn't like subtle evil. The kid was like, I'm evil. No, yes, he was. Oh, no, he was what? just staring. I mean, he was just yeah, a well, mean that's kid. That's because he couldn't like act. kids you see like... in downtown Detroit. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you drive by, they just stare at you. 
Yeah. You know, Maybe so they're older, but yeah. But that's that some kids are like that, so I think that's just one of his characteristics in the movie where know. he always just you know, has this weird look that's his pissed was, off at something. Was some he point. like that in the original? Did he just stare at everyone? He had more range. The kid who played him in the original had more range. And, and when he was hard. when he was originally My dog has more range. Well when he was originally presented in, in the in when he was originally presented in the original originally Absolutely. He was uh he was more, more innocent. He was more innocent as a kid. He sort of morphed into being yeah, the little Hollywood. Hollywood. Well, just so you guys know, Hollywood there were there were two sequels to the original uh, movie as well. Damien, Omen, Omen 2, two and, and Omen 3, The Final Conflict. Final Conflict. And The I Final Conflict is where the uh, Damien is grown up and he's president of the United States and he's, you know, the Antichrist. And the movie ends with the second coming of Christ and it's uh, not such a good movie, well, as you might imagine. Hey, that's that's why why you're on the show, Bryce. You, you see all the bad movies. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> if you take the movie past past the um, you know script and all that stuff, it boils down to religion. You know what your beliefs are, and oh, I wouldn't even go there. Why not? Because it's like okay, here if it's, if it's religion, then then I really want to be a part of the Catholic Church because that was another one that I was really digging as far as this movie. We've seen two movies in the past couple weeks that are, this is how the, the Catholic, Catholic Church, Church is has not been portrayed. Be happy with them. If you get into the Catholic Church, you are get guaranteed a big black robe and like pale skin, and you're going to you be part of like hidden orders free. that do crazy things and kill babies. Oh yeah, yeah, kill babies, and you you're, you're so like this is why you're you half be mad. A Catholic now? And oh no, but they also get cool technology and like you know a million computers and are in a room with a telescope. Well, I mean, dude, so the what? Vatican is Observatory. Oh, dude, they are that. they are wired up, so you get to be like bad yeah, and evil, and every yeah, one of them they're they're into stuff. It's like you don't just you don't just come to talk to Bryce about something, okay? You don't just say. Bryce, to meet how are, under a bridge yeah. in the middle of a How are you feeling today, Bryce? I feel that the time is near for our Lord Christ to appear and destroy the Antichrist and all that he stands for. And you, I will rhyme for you. You deserve a rhyme. Two days forward from now, at the plains of time and power, the world will rise and some will die and others will reign and there will be pain and the Antichrist will rise and some will die and la di da di lie di die you know what? For a moment there, I thought he was Eminem. <laughs> I was on it. Pretty close. Pretty yeah. close. Why didn't the old monk just call him? Because they don't or use send him a letter. Contact. That's the thing I hate about these movies. Why do they have to meet under a rainy in the middle of the night? Dude, you don't understand the way the Catholic Church works. The Catholic Church is above technology. Please, Catholics, don't hurt us. The Catholic Church, they all have those signet rings, and everything. It's like if I wanted to talk to you right now, I would like this is fold the Hollywood up, Catholic Church. I would I'm fold up a little letter here, and I go. And form, you know, my signet oh, ring yeah, in the wax, the wax, and I pass it over That's to you, cool. and you'd read it, and it would be like all in the days. Yeah, of it old. would be like a prophecy. Yeah. So I'm saying. So like I was saying, no, why do you, you just don't call look the guy? Did you I guys like know that hats. that the six 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 being the triple six is just? I thought it was nine nine nine. It's the sign of the beast. Nine 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 though is the number of human, of man, the number of men. I read it somewhere. I don't remember where. <laughs> But I will look it up again. This is authoritative information. I thought it was all fives. No, nine nine nine. It was number of men. I'll, I'll buy it. We'll roll it. And down then down. it's just like the cross, right? I just don't remember. The cross when when you know where when, when Jesus what does was that crucified. Mean, the number of men. I thought six. Number was... of men, basically Jesus, son of men. Oh, see, I thought so, six was the number of man. Seven was the number of deity or completion. Seven is the number of completion. Okay. That uh, in I'm, the Bible. Right. I know that. Um, I thought six how was much the number you guys of man. Drink? We all went to Bible school. And I was a Catholic because I had a robe and a sash. And I spoke in rhyme about the coming day of wrath. I had to go to Bible but, school, but uh, we didn't talk about yeah, I just seven the Bible being the number fun. of pizza and eight being the number of goats. I mean, Nine was uh, cows. Hater. Nine was the number of man. Nine, nine, nine is the number. But there's a lot more than nine, nine, nine men. This is why you are never coming to be a part of our order. The uh, self-flagellating... Okay. Albino gnome. monk assassins. <laughs> Albino gnomes. gnomes. That's a different game. Oh. <laughs> Catholic order of doom. I'll look it up. I'll look it up. And basically the implication is if you look, look at it up the, and he'll uh, put it on our oh, website. Wait, let yeah. him make his point. The satanic yeah. church, their cross is upside down. Yeah. And Jesus' cross was right, basically. So 999 upside down. Upside down 666. Uh-huh. So Jesus being the son of man, man basically son of God, uh-huh. 999 was the number of man, basically the number of God. No, the number of God seven. Seven is the number of completion. It's still the, the number de- of God. Sins. Seven, seven, seven is jackpot. 
Oh my god. Are you looking for deep metaphor in this movie? No. We might have to kick you off the show if you are searching for me- deep metaphors in this movie. We could hit him with a beer movie. bottle. <laughs> you, know, you want to know what the deep metaphor so was in this movie? So what's your point? Six, yeah, six, my point six is that, is you know, if you, look, if you look be, be beyond the, the lousy script and the lousy acting, uh-huh. Julia Stiles was hot. But um, <laughs> you look beyond that. I mean, if you're into religious studies, there yeah. are some things in there that you can kind of... Talk I suppose about. if you're into well, that numerology. Yeah, there's stuff. stuff in there, but I mean, well, I mean, I, mean, I, think, I could ruin the whole show and turn it into a religious talk show no, and tell you how don't. many things in Revelation they got wrong. <laughs> well, how many did they get right? Very few. It doesn't matter. You're looking at a glass half empty. But, but what? I don't get your point. Can we move on? Yeah. What are we even talking about here? By the way, guys, <laughs> uh, this 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 show is. Um, my point is that it's it's a very interesting religious movie, but beyond that, there's no entertainment value. I see what you're saying. I suppose if you're into the numerology stuff, I could see that. I, I bet know. you they're studying this as a it. religious movie in college. I would not call this a religious movie. I would call it a cheap, poorly done work of fiction with really cool Catholic orders of secrecy Dude, and death. You know what? You're a cheap production. I am a cheap production. We are. These are $50 mics after all. Okay. <laughs> I'm involved in the cheap production. Go figure. <laughs> the Da Vinci Code had more stuff in it than this, and you know my opinion. Da Vinci, the Code, da Vinci had, Code had at least had neater effects and stuff. And a hotter girl. Yeah. I mean, basically, what it seemed like to me was they had these ideas for neat scenes. Like, they had the nanny jumping off the, the house, and they had, like, the thing where she closes the mirror, and there's the guy with the horse's skull Which is or whatever. Which completely unscary. Yeah, but, I mean, I think they thought, well, these will be scary scenes, and they just, like, stringed a bunch of them together, and it's like, okay, now, how can we come up with a plot that'll tie these together for a little this while? Is, this will be, be a good addition to the Scary Movie 5. <laughs> Probably. Yeah. If yeah. this becomes popular. Well, to, to, I mean, in all fairness, everything that they did in the movie for the, I'd say, 99% of it was in the original. I, I mean, that. so, you know, like, the nanny jumping and hanging herself and et cetera. But I'm so, sure it was just a... I think uh, the nanny is, like the reincarnation of the woman they used in the original. She looked exactly like the woman who was in the original. She acted exactly like oh, the woman who was... And I mean, if there's anything evil about that movie, it's who that the, the nanny... nanny? Um, I thought I saw a name I recognized in the credits as her. I thought it was Well, her. no, no, no. We're talking about the original nanny. Okay. The, the nanny that replaced the original nanny that was the, the big threat throughout most of the movie was Mia Farrow. I think Mia Farrow's name was in the movie. Yeah, Mia Farrow... Maybe it was the same person. Not, no, 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 Mia Farrow's no, no, name no. was in the credits for this movie. Mia Farrow was in another movie a lot like The Omen back from the same time period okay. called Rosemary's Baby. I've heard of that one. Yeah. Never seen it. But... And that was one where it's very similar. A devil cult thinks that her baby is the Antichrist and, you know, that's kind that of That might the... be more interesting. It was an okay movie, but it, it there was this whole slew and there's this, like, this fad back in the it's late the 70s. Just remaking the Exorcist, all these The things. Omen, Rosemary's yeah. Baby, you know. Besides, it's the same thing, really. It's just a remake do you of a believe in the movie. No. <laughs> no. Well, didn't didn't the, the world already not end yesterday? Unless I missed it somehow. Yeah, mm. there's just... So Derek liked it, more or less. I, you like the idea. I like the idea it. behind it. Um, the idea of, I can see how the idea... If it happened to you, it would be pretty creepy. Yeah, the idea of religion, you know, it's interesting. I mean, the idea behind it was cool, but the production behind it could could use a little more help. Well, we don't talk about it a lot in here, but I mean, the the production value of the film was pretty good. The cinematography yeah, that was, was all good. fine. It was, and the acting wasn't mm, bad other than the kid. It was no, just the acting was alright. I felt as if they could, they did not know how to make scary scenes at all. Well, that's true. Most that, of them were not very but, scary. But but I I will say though that the few times that they had the jumps in yeah, the movie, dog, those were pretty good. Big dog jumping dog. at you. I yeah, mean, that come was on. the big one. You, I'm just that, saying but that's, that's more of like done. an instinctive thing. Yeah, I mean anything. Okay, here's how it goes. Right for the first thirty minutes of the movie, it's. So 30 minutes, you're 30 already, minutes, you're like, you're already fine-tuned to quiet scenes. Evil right? dog. And then suddenly you go, <laughs> you know, yeah. anyone would get scared, or at least shaken up. Yeah, it doesn't necessarily mean it's so You know, it's just a reflex. But they just went back to, like, the tried and true thing. Yeah. Like, when the jump second at, she, jump at, yeah, she's yeah, standing exactly. in front of a mirror, the second she pushes it. Oh, yeah, and any time you see her, like, you know you're gonna view see from it. the back, and she's looking oh, at the was... mirror, you know something's gonna show yeah. up in the mirror. You know what movie did a really good job of dismantling that, and what made the movie The good? Ring. The Ring. The Ring. Yeah. The first five minutes of The Ring has every horror movie convention that Cliché, they ever do. They just ditch all of them. And they never do any of them. So they set you up for not knowing That's, what the hell to expect. The rest hallmark of, the of a good movie. You yeah. don't know what's going to happen. And yeah. this why the ring was good. Yep. Yeah. yeah, I agree. How many remakes do we need? For God's sake. As can long we as have... they keep making money on them. 
But it's it's just like, come on, make something new for God's sake. Yeah. I think well, they're running out of ideas. I, well, well, I think they probably. Well, I think it's far you know easier what? to reuse something. Than Plus, I mean, you got to figure out the significance of the date that it released too. It's a huge oh, marketing yeah. Oh, yeah. ploy. It was just a marketing. But make a new movie about the Antichrist or something. That's what you want to do. Well, but they why probably, do that when you they probably thought about open. it, you know, a few months back and said, "Hey, by the way, let's well, do we this." Make the open. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, you know, when we make it at the lowest budget possible, yeah. film it. It's like you don't need can. to get a new. I mean, you just adapt the old script and the old right. sequence of plot events and but the it shots doesn't, and everything. When right. you think about it, in some ways, though, it doesn't really fly. When you think about movies like Poseidon, for example, Poseidon was a huge budget movie of a. That I think they also, remade. you know what? It why is, spend is, the money? I think a lot of younger. People they even, haven't seen like, younger movies. than us haven't seen like I've never seen any of these old movies. I don't like old movies. I'm not you know, old. So you haven't seen you never saw the original. But these aren't that old. Yeah. They were they you didn't see them because you didn't watch a lot of TV when you were a yeah. kid. But these aren't that old. Well, and movies. I'm 31. So if you think you know like a 20 year old kid or a teenager going to see a movie, they want to see a scary movie. They see a cool looking trailer. Yeah, but for see, the I saw all this stuff when I was a kid. My point is, is that you were a kid a lot longer ago than someone who's 18 now. Well, yeah, that's true. That's what I'm that's saying. You sure, that's why Eric? You sure he is longer? I can do. <laughs> I know, I'm just so they're I, just figuring you know most of these kids haven't seen the old movies they I mean, just need something new. I think I think this well, appeal is going to appeal to the uh, X generation kind of people you know the baby boomers are pretty much going to say it sucks yeah well it's not well that's what Hollywood does though in the summer they go for all but why would they have to crappy... you know, appeal to the baby boomers for well, the people who go well, to the movies the these days are mostly young. Not to spend on movies. Well, that's true. Yeah. That's they, true. There's probably less turnaround in movies now for them than there used the, to be. I think it's movies the big market a younger generation thing. Teenagers and stuff. Yeah, yeah, I mean, boys and girls go on dates to movies. They don't go on dates shopping except me, but... <laughs> <laughs> Derek, what did you pick for your beer to, to symbolize this movie? I picked uh, Sam Adams Winter Lager. Uh, by the way, Sam Adams is one of my more likable beer names. So out of, out of five beer stars, out of five, you know, that I really I want to give it a three and a half. So you're saying the movie's a three and a half? The movie's three and a half because of my personal... Five. Personal... Um, yeah, out of five. Interest in... The... Personal interest in religious um, studies. Okay, all right. And nothing else based on that. Cool. Okay, fair enough. Eric? I picked... Oh yeah, Bud Light beer. Oh yeah, baby. Which what is that? Out my of five? personal is like a one and a half or two out of five. That's pretty low. That's about as low. As, I mean, I I think I didn't go as low as I did for um, Da Vinci Code, but now I'm thinking about maybe I might have. But uh, which was the old English high gravity uh-huh. beer. Uh-huh. I didn't go that low, but it's still it's about as low as I'm likely to go with beer. So. Yeah, so I picked Brewery de Bloc's Satan Red Belgian Ale, and not because I thought it would suck. In fact, it doesn't suck. So out of one to five, it's probably a four. So it's pretty good, but Satan's bad, the movie's bad. There you go. There, That's it. So I, It yeah. does tie into the movie. <clears throat> I would give the movie a zero, frankly, if there was a on scale. On a one to five scale. It was, in my opinion, the how worst you, movie how, we've seen really? how do you, so far. How do you have a scale of one to five and give it zero? It's like saying, you know... That's how bad it was. It's a scale of zero. It falls five. off the scale. He's altering so the scale. So when, when someone says it's off the charts, that means it's good. It's, but mine's negatively off the charts. Oh. It's pretty bad. I would, I, I, I mean, we're talking about, like, taking punishment for you all here when we do this show. That's true. We, we got punished today. We were flogged by well, crazy black robed Catholic it. monks today. You know, the last two ones, I had to suffer with my beer drinking, but, uh, hey, you know, to today, each his own. That's why we yeah, have not I just am. one person reading their It was review. pretty good today. Yeah, but still, don't waste your money in the theaters. Wait for the movie to get and rent it. So the final tally. Derek, ching 3.5 beers. Bryce, ching zero. And Eric, coming in with a hefty 1.5 beers. Ching-ching. And the conclusion, so the average, average rating, rating. Not very good. One in seven. Four out of <laughs> One and three quarters. The average rating indicates that the end may truly be near. <laughs> For <Yay>. Hollywood. <sighs> There's a devil waiting outside your door. There's a devil waiting outside your door. And he's bucking and bringing and pouring at the floor. He's howling with pain and crawling up the wall. 
Welcome aboard to another edition of The Score on the Screen. Given the fact that we're reviewing the Omen remake this week, I thought it would be interesting to go back and take a look at the music from the original Omen, as well as its two sequels, Damien Omen 2 and The Final Conflict Omen 3. These movies and the scores that accompanied them were released starting in 1976, that would be The Omen, uh, 1978 for Omen 2, and 1981 for Omen 3. All three of the scores were composed by Jerry Goldsmith, probably the most prolific film score composer in history. I can't think of anyone who actually has probably done more movie scores than Jerry Goldsmith, and we'll be seeing a lot of stuff from him in the future on the show. And in the coming weeks, I'm going to start doing a rundown of film score composers and showing you some bits of their uh, work over the span of their careers, and Jerry Goldsmith will feature prominently in that. One of the other major things about the 2006 remake of The Omen that I didn't like was the music. The score for the new movie was done by a guy named Marco Beltrami, and Marco's done some pretty... I don't know, I'd say serviceable work in other movies. He, he primarily does horror film scores, which is really bizarre. He's never he's just sort of been pigeonholed in that genre and has never left it. Um, and he does, you know, sort of the same kind of work he usually does. But it's really hard to top the original work done in the first three Omen movies simply because it, it's Jerry Goldsmith. And Jerry Goldsmith is such a great composer and poured so much of himself into those, into those three Omen movie scores that it's, I mean, you know, Marco Beltrami's up against the wall here trying to do something that'll top it. The Omen movies are actually very well known as being one of the finer horror movie film scores around. Not only is it appropriately creepy, it's also just diabolically evil. When Jerry Goldsmith composed the music for The Omen, he chose to base the music around the idea of a black mass, sort of a dark and twisted version of the traditional Catholic Mass. Instead of worshipping Christ, the disciples at a black mass pay homage to the Antichrist. The main theme throughout the entire score is the theme he calls Ave Satani, which in Latin means Hail Satan. It's a total mirror version of Ave Maria, which is, of course, the sort of the good side of, <laughs> of the Ave Satani. At any rate, this is perfect music to underscore the rise of the Antichrist. Here is that main theme from the first Omen movie, Ave Satani. You might be curious as to what the choir is actually saying. It's in Latin. They're saying Sanquis Bibimus, Corpus Edimus, Prode Corpus Satani, Ave Ave Versus Christus, Ave Ave Satani, which translated means we drink blood, we eat flesh, bring forth the body of Satan, 
Hail, Antichrist. Hail, Satan. Pretty dark stuff, eh? Of course, this is why this is perfect uh, for this movie. The thing that I really enjoy about the Omen scores is how over-the-top they are. It's not subtle evil or underscored evil. It's in-your-face, crazy, out-of-control evil. There were two sequels to The Omen, Damien Omen 2 and The Final Conflict Omen 3. Now, both of those were also scored by Jerry Goldsmith. And while the movies were meh, not so good, especially uh, the third one was just a, a uh, a real stinker, the scores for the movies were incredible. In fact, they almost seemed to improve from the first one to the third one. As the, the movies decline in quality, the scores go up in quality. So what I'm going to do now is just play you a uh, edited suite that I've done specifically for the screen. It's going to take some cuts out of uh, Damien Omen 2 and uh, some cuts out of The Final Conflict, Omen 3. So you can get an idea of the, the whole thrust of the Omen scores. Now, it might be interesting for you to understand that all the Omen scores put together utilize similar themes... And they're almost like one giant opera. From the very beginning, it's, you know, evil ascendant to the second movie, whereas evil maturing to the third movie, which is evil in control, and then finally trumped by good at the end. So it's this whole operatic story unfolding in music. I think you'll be able to understand why Jerry Goldsmith actually won the Academy Award for Best Score for the original Omen and has been lauded with praise for his work for the two other sequels. In fact, The Final Conflict has long been on Film Score fans' list of favorite scores.
I tend to think that the use of the choir in all three of the Omen movies is a benchmark for so many other scores that followed it. It wasn't done much for any movie outside of an epic like Ben-Hur or The Ten Commandments. But after the Omen, choirs started seeing a, a little bit more prominence in many, many movie scores, even the smaller movies.
Now, there's good news about these three scores if you're interested in owning them. They just released expanded versions of all three of them, and all three of them are available up on iTunes, and they're easily accessible either at your favorite CD store or over Amazon.com, etc. Not only are the scores complete, they also feature many alternate tracks, either not used in the film or used in a completely different way. Each CD for each movie is complete, meaning you get the complete uncut score used in the film, as well as many alternate cues that were edited out. So these are great, great CDs to own if you're interested in this music. I I can't recommend all three of them anymore. Uh, They are some of the finest examples of film music currently available. Go check it out, and soon enough you'll be a Jerry Goldsmith fan as well. Okay, so for this week's Netflix movie, I uh, I got Donnie Darko, which was made in 2001 and uh, it's directed by Richard Kelly, written by Richard Kelly. And uh, here's the plot outline, just to give you an idea of how weird this movie is. It's called the plot outline says a troubled teenager is plagued by visions of a large bunny rabbit that manipulates him to commit a series of crimes after narrowly escaping a bizarre accident. And, and it uh, sounds like the worst movie you are ever <laughs> apt to see. It stars uh, Jake Gyllen- Gyllenhaal. Gyllenhaal. He's the one in Brokeback Mountain. And so Jarhead. He's, he's done a lot of other stuff. Yeah, that's right. And uh, so he was in it. Holmes Osborne, Maggie Gyllenhaal, which I assume is his sister. Yep. Oh, yeah, Mary McDonald from Battlestar Galactica. She was on it. Quite Patrick Swayze. Man. They actually had a fair number of relatively people, at least I had heard of, which is saying something. And uh, my overall view of it was it was a pretty cool movie. I liked it. See, I knew you'd like it. I love these kind of bizarre movies where you have no (laughs) idea what's... I mean, it's not bizarre in that you you can follow it. You can follow what's going on. It's fun because you you think you have an idea of what's happening, but you're not sure. And so you're trying to... You know, you're watching it to see what happens at the end. I have already seen this movie, which is why I was being quiet. I wanted to hear what what Eric thought about it. I really liked it. These are my kind of movies. Have you seen it? No, but by the way, just so you guys know, I didn't talk about Battlestar Galactica because Bryce was a slacker. (laughs) It's not entirely my fault. We'll get back to that. I don't have the DVDs on me, dude. I don't have the DVDs on me. Gosh. Gosh. I I agree with you. I don't want to get into, like, the plot of it because I don't want to ruin it for people. Well, it's a... It's a... um, It's a weird movie. And what I would what I would recommend what it I is a is, mind screw is what it is. I watched the movie and and I I think I pretty much had a feel for what was going on. There were some details that I was unclear on. I just went to uh, Wiki Wikipedia. I just looked it up and and there was a pretty good discussion of what happened. Here's the, the thing though: if you sense. have never seen Donnie Darko, do not go on. No, online. don't do it till after you've seen it. Yeah, because it's fun to watch it and try and figure out what's did going. Did you on. get the um? Did you get the branching version or the extended version? I had the director's cut. Okay, that's so, yeah. that's one you want to watch. So get the director's cut of Donnie Darko, yeah. and then do not listen to the commentary until yeah, you've seen the movie. The Don't watch either. any Never of the did. extra features. Just watch the movie. The thing is, I'll tell you this much. If it you, is weird. If you like science fiction in the vein of Philip K. Dick, Rod Serling, Twilight Zone-ish science fiction, yeah. you will probably really like it. But it's not going to be apparent that this is a science fiction movie for a while for a long while till the end really and then once you understand it if you understand it after watching it the first time then you'll begin to put the pieces together and see how the whole time it was a science fiction yeah. movie and the interesting thing they said about it is this movie was made with like a five million dollar budget mm-hmm. so it's it's an example of what you can do with a good plot not a recycled plot like the omen mm-hmm. that um just an original idea. Yeah, it was, and that was really that's really the hallmark of it too. I totally agree with you. It was original, yeah. here's, very here's unique. The user comment: brilliant mix of black humor, time travel, and a teen love story. So that kind of sums go. it up. Yeah. So they <laughs> fit that into a category. Oh, 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 speaking of black, before you got here, I was talking to Eric. In every of those religious movies, and where, where the devil or Jesus comes into play, why is it always a white person, a white boy playing it? Because. Only white people are stupid enough <laughs> to get involved in this nonsense. Okay. Everybody else is smart enough. The whole world's moving on, and Caucasians are sitting around going, Oh my god, my son's the devil. And I'm going to join up with these Hollywood Catholic churches. Because they're really six cool, pack. and I'm going to drink blood and rhyme and wear black robes. I'm going to drink a six-pack of Bud Light. with me all the time and wait for the end. 
Thank you. Uh, okay. I'm white. Thank you. Just wondering. I mean, that's a huge assumption. So oh my God, that. Devin Gass the screen is racist against white people. <laughs> I can hear it now. They spent See, the whole show ripping why, on white why, people. Why isn't during white, the Donnie Darko review? Why can't the devil be black or Chinese or? Why that doesn't make any sense. Wouldn't the devil not be human the at devil's all? Devil's not human. So what's even the the the, the, this is, the that's why none of this makes any sense to me. But I think the, the devil uh, could be white or black or Hispanic or Asian. Even the manifestation of devil is he always could, white. He could be either. He could be anything. He could. But be. the manifestation of the devil in the movies is always white. It's never black, Asian. You know. That's because Tavercast's screen is racist. That's the whole reason that the Satan is white. Because we're racist. I guess. It just hurts my feelings. <laughs> Yeah, Donnie, Donnie Darko, Darko. Good movie. <laughs> really good. Derek, I would recommend you to see it. And they Next time when you're... Keep in mind, they recommended Battlestar Galactica, too. <laughs> this is different than Battlestar you Galactica. Gotta, you, gotta, you gotta be into sitting down for a movie, though, for like two hours, two and a half hours. It's not that long. Is it gonna it's make so, me money? It seemed pretty yeah, long actually, to me. I think it is kind of long. Is but it on pay-per-view or that kind of stuff? Or is it right? I just oh, got it on Netflix, it. But, but yeah, it's... I mean, it, no, probably not. It's, it was an independent movie. I don't think it got... Did very well in the It's the kind of movie that. that you can you you can't just sit. It's nothing like these crap movies. I'm sorry that we've seen in so the theater. So far, we've had a bad run. But what do you expect? It's deep. It's multifaceted. There's multi. There's you you want metaphors? On. You like metaphors in movies? This There's movie's filled chock with, full maybe, of metaphors. Maybe the movies are just so crappy that we've watched that something else just doesn't look so much better. Well, it's just yeah. you know what it is. Is it's unique. It's not just a remake of. I mean, how many freaking. I mean, you said the original Omen had two sequels, plus there was this Rosemary's Child, which is... I mean, how many movies are there like that? There's got to be a dozen of them. Yeah. This is... As far as I know, there is nothing like this. Is movie. this like the Scarface kind of thing, or no? Mm, no. Scarface. Scarface. Oh, you're thinking know. Donnie Brasco. Oh, Donnie, Donnie Brasco. Brasco. Donnie Brasco. That's a good movie, movie, too. That's good, too, though, yeah. Yeah, that's a good movie, too. I saw some Donnie stuff. The thing in Donnie, Donnie Darko that was really weirded me out was the rabbit. At the least rabbit in the beginning. The rabbit was creepy. It was, it was really rabbit. creepy. If I was seeing a rabbit like that, I would... Well, and hey. and the stuff that it was doing, like I mean, it doesn't matter that we tell you this. You'd but be sitting I mean, there going, "What the hell?" Is there going was on? there were these whacked out scenes where it's like Jake Gyllenhaal's got like a butcher knife, I think it was, and he's like stabbing into the air at like this, I'm assuming like some invisible force field yeah. with the rabbit behind it, and it's he just looks and like he's crazy. Giant, like, he looks like he's nuts. You, you guys rabbit. had barbecue rabbit before? What? No, I haven't. Oh, you're talking about rabbits. <laughs> <laughs> They're desperately trying to stay on to be relevant. <laughs> Dude, go see Donnie Darko. I think you'd like it. Donnie Darko, good. Five out of five beers for me. I would I would be a five out of five. I, I'd give it a five out of five, too. So if you want to learn more about Donnie Darko, go to thescreen.taverncast.com. We'll have links up there to where you can get it online. Do it for the dark Catholic Wikipedia order. entry. Do it. Wear your black robe and see Donnie Darko. All right, we're wrapping things up here for this week's Taverncast The Screen. Next week, we are going to be checking out Al Gore's documentary movie called An Inconvenient Truth, which is about global warming. So it should be an interesting and controversial show. This is Derek signing off from the screen. This is Bryce. This is Eric. And this is Derek. Goodbye. And this is the self-flagellating albino assassin monk. And this is the gnome. (laughs) And this is Dark Catholic Robed Man. See you guys next week! The Screen is a Snapdragon production and part of the Taverncast family of podcasts. Visit us online at www.taverncast.com. Four o'clock, man. Where are the strippers? We're done. <laughs> <laughs> I'm the devil. Screen.tavercast.com. Derek is the devil. Restrictions may apply. I like Bohemian. Whatever his name is. Bohemian oh, Spark, who Bo- played the Pope. Bohemian Sparks? Maybe he's the real Pope. Bohemian Spark. Say it. Say it with me. Bohemian. 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 Spark. Bark. Bohemian's fart. Bark.
Bohumal Spark. Bohumal Spark. Bohumal Spark. And now for a message from the Catholic Church. Join our order. Be strong and wear red and black. I teach you to rhyme and prepare for the coming of the Dark Master. By the way, we're making fun of Hollywood Catholic conspiracies, not real Catholics, so please don't send us hate mail. Or if you do, send it to Aloysius at taverncast.com. Satani!